At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is VSIN's Bet Center here on a Saturday night, hour number four. Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Barnes. Big thank you to Robbie Calland for just doing a few segments with us. Always awesome to talk to Robbie at our Calland on the tweets. Uh, always a, a, a treasure trove of information. Big up Starabi, as always, for joining us. I want to go back to Survivor real quick because we were, we've talked about it all week on the network, uh, especially on a numbers game with Gil Alexander where, uh, where I, uh, I messed up my mathematics, which uh, always a fun time when that happens. Uh, we talked about it a lot last night on the nightcap, Derek Stevens and company talking about what we have here. And look, 40 entries survived through Thanksgiving. Of course, Dallas KOing 80. And I am not surprised. You may, some may think, how are there 40 entries? How do we have 11 teams getting selected? It's not surprising. New England, the only team favored by more than four. Seven-point favorites at home against Tennessee. 14 people had them available. 12 used them. So not much of a shock there that it's uh, six out of seven, 80, 86%, or 83%, excuse me, uh, taking uh, New England. Philadelphia, I did anticipate, would be number two. A road favorite at the Giants. Now, I would not have the Stones to take New England. Or, excuse me, uh, Philadelphia. Wouldn't have had that. Wouldn't have the fortitude to take Philadelphia. Cincinnati, same deal. Same deal with San Francisco, who are both at five. I'm Look, I know that the market has gone that way. We'll get to San Francisco and Minnesota in a second. 
I am not, I'm not understanding that move at all. Not understanding it. Baltimore with four, all right, eh, all right. I'm telling you, I think I'd take Carolina. Carolina and a team that wasn't selected, I would have considered Washington. I would have considered Washington, and I would have considered maybe taking Seattle, even though I didn't. I would have liked Washington more because if somehow you get something really crazy here, you get something really crazy, hey, you could be the last one standing potentially if you're taking the Washington football team this week. It's going to be really funny when the only ones that end up surviving here are the Panthers' entry, the Chargers' entry, the Texans' entry, and the Falcons' entry. When we end up with five after this week. Now, I'm not calling Tennessee outright or the Giants outright, but I wouldn't be shocked if we see number two, number three, number four, and number five all go down this week in Survivor, which would take out 20, which would leave us with half the field left. That's Philadelphia, Cincinnati, San Francisco, and Baltimore. Robbie Cowan and I saw... Completely opposite on Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. I, I I would not be shocked if Pittsburgh wins that game outright at the Bengals tomorrow afternoon on the East Coast. Let's get back into this card. Let's go, let's go to Denver, where the weather is going to be as good as you can possibly have hoped for on a, uh, <laughs> a late November night, or afternoon, I should say, in the Mile High City. The Chargers on the road at the Broncos off the bye. Chargers off that wacky. 41-37 win on Sunday Night Football against the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Chargers laying two and a half. Total 47. It is going to be 65 degrees with limited wind at Mile High Stadium. Man, oh man, are those conditions to move the football for Justin Herbert. Now Bradley Chubb is expected to be back for Denver. Finally off IR. Great for Denver. But if I'm looking at a side here, now, I'm not a huge go-with-road divisional favorites, but the Chargers are a better football team than the Denver Broncos. Now, there are questions with the Charger defense. We have known this all year, that the Charger defense stinks. And we saw it rear its ugly head late in the game last week. I know there was some chicanery on the punt block. There's chicanery on the interception. We saw it earlier in the game as well. Their defense struggled. But the Chargers' defense is not good. And that's, in the end, why the Chargers are probably, even if they make the playoffs, probably don't have a great chance to make a run in the playoffs is that defense is horrible. That offense is spectacular. Now, there are a few things that need to happen for the Chargers' offense. Joe Lombardi's got to open the playbook. Open it up, guys. The Chargers have the, have probably at this point, because Mahomes is a little bit off this year, Justin Herbert has as good of a deep ball arm as anyone in his league. And we're we're not utilizing it. Too many throws under 20 yards. Utilize it against a banged-up Denver secondary. Pretty interesting numbers on your screen right now for the props. 272.5 for Herbert's yardage. Teddy Bridgewater, 241.5. I kind of like Herbert over on 272 and a half. I don't want anything to do with Bridgewater because if Denver, I think if Denver's going to stay in this game, it's going to be a big run game for Denver, for Williams and Gordon. But Herbert, look, I think Justin Herbert, if I were starting a franchise today, 
Justin Herbert would be pick number two, and he'd be closer to number one to number three at this rate. He is that good. Please open up the playbook. Let him throw deep. Open up shot plays. You can beat this Denver defense. 47, by the way, is a, is a is way too low of a total in this game. Now, I know Denver sometimes has issues scoring, but they'll score against this Charger defense. This Charger defense is not good, as we've talked about. Um, running back-wise, Gordon and Williams are both at 50 and a half. So, extrapolate that out to 101 rushing yards between the two of them. I think that's about right. I also kind of like Austin Eckler as well, uh, over 96 and a half uh, receiving and rushing yards combined. Eckler, of course, coming up the four touchdown game a week ago on Sunday night. What a what an underratedly great player Austin Eckler is, and I expect him to have another big game. Uh, I will say this too: Jerry Judy's prop numbers have been a little bit lower than I think they should be. 51 and a half is another one that I think is too low. And I know that they just paid Tim Patrick. I know they just paid Cortland Sutton. But Jerry Judy is still is the best wide receiver on this team. And I anticipate Judy to have another good game against, again, a weak secondary for the Chargers. So 52 and a half on Judy. Excuse me, 51 and a half on Judy. I like that over on receiving yards. Let's go to uh let's go to uh, Minnesota and San Francisco next humongous game in the NFC playoff, Chase. Humongous game. Winner of this would be in the playoffs as of week 12, as of the end of this week. Winner's in. Winner's 6-5. and five. They're both 5-5. Five and five. Minnesota coming off a ginormous win over Green Bay, finally beating the Packers at home, 34-31. Niners, look, they, after that Cardinal game, the obituaries were getting ridden for the Niners' season. It was all over for them. What do they do? They come out and pound the Rams in the submission on Monday night. 31-10. And then they just, look, they're much better than Jacksonville. That 13-minute, 13-and-a-half-minute drive to begin the game kind of just showed, all right, well, we're, we're going to toy with you guys the whole way. Minnesota, and again, if you've listened to this show, if you've seen my tweets on the tweets at Jeff Parles, I hate Minnesota's coaching staff. I think their coaching staff is stuck in 15 years ago at this point. But a few things have happened this year. Kirk Cousins has 21 touchdowns and two interceptions, protecting the football. That offense is awesome, talent-wise. They have a great running back. They have two great wide receivers. Boy, has Justin Jefferson been a stud at LSU. The one concern is that that defense against the San Francisco offense that has started utilizing Debo Samuel as a scat back out of the backfield, and it has worked. Teams have had no idea what to do with that. And it's also opened up Brandon Ayuk, and also I think the biggest factor at all of George Kittle's health and back and fully healthy again. I like Minnesota to cover and win this game outright. I am a little bit concerned about how the market has moved on this game because even though DraftKings has a three, that's one of the few threes that's left. It's mostly three and a half on Minnesota. But I like the Vikings. I think they're going to cover here. I wouldn't be a San Francisco win by a field goal wouldn't shock me, but I anticipate Minnesota is going to keep this game close. Also, remember Vikings lost all their games by one score. Minnesota is also led by a touchdown in every single game this year. The only team to do it. These games are tight and they are agonizing. 
when the Minnesota Vikings are involved. I like Minnesota to cover, and I, I probably will sprinkle on the money line by the time this game starts. Also, I like Cousins over 267 and a half passing yards. The only thing I'm concerned about with that is the one thing with San Francisco's secondary is they commit a ton of pass interference penalties. So I'm a little concerned that that number may go be a little less than it's supposed to be because of the pass interferences that San Francisco's secondary is known to have. So we may lose 45 yards on a play because of a P.I. Wouldn't shock me if that happened. But I like Cousins over 267 and a half on uh, passing yards so far for this one on Sunday. Uh, no Garoppolo props. I'm going to stay off of Jimmy G. And there's no other real props that I really like in this game. Um, yeah, nothing nothing really else I would go to here. I wish, I had a, I wish someone had a Debo Samuel rushing prop. That's what I would like to bet. Take carries, take total carries on Debo Samuel. That's what I would want. Take that over, whatever number that is. If you can find that in faraway places, I would take that on the Samuel over rushing attempts in that one. Uh, again, 425 start. Minnesota getting three even money at DraftKings. A lot of three and a half in the market, though, including right behind us here at the world's largest sports book at Circa here in downtown Las Vegas. When we get back here on Beeson's Bet Center, prime time, baby. An, an AFC North matchup, Cleveland and Baltimore. And are the Seahawks broken for good this year? They travel east to take on the Washington football team. We break down those two games next on VEASAN's Bet Center, live at Circa, here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is VEASAN's Bet Center here on a Saturday night, hour number four. Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Farns. Big thank you to Robbie Calland for just doing a few segments with us. Always awesome to talk to Robbie at our Calland on the tweets. Uh, always a, a, a treasure trove of information. Big ups to Robbie, as always, for joining us. I want to go back to Survivor real quick because we were we've talked about it all week. On the network, uh, especially on a numbers game with Gil Alexander, where uh, where I uh, I messed up my mathematics, which uh, always a fun time when that happens. Uh, we talked about it a lot last night on the nightcap. Derek Stevens and company talking about what we have here. And look, forty entries survived through Thanksgiving. Of course, Dallas KOing eighty, and I am not surprised. You may, some may think, how would there forty entries? How do we have eleven teams getting selected? It's not surprising. New England, the only team favored by more than four. Seven-point favorites at home against Tennessee. 14 people had them available. 12 used them. So not much of a shock there that it's uh, six out of seven, 80, 86%, or 83%, excuse me, uh, taking uh, New England. Philadelphia, I did anticipate, would be number two. A road favorite at the Giants. Now, I would not have the Stones to take New England or excuse me, uh, Philadelphia, wouldn't have had that. Wouldn't have had the fortitude to take Philadelphia. Cincinnati, same deal. Same deal with San Francisco, who are both at five. I'm Look, I know that the market has gone that way, and we'll get to San Francisco and Minnesota in a second. I am not, I'm not understanding that move at all. Not understanding it. Baltimore with four, all right, eh, all right. I'm telling you, I think I'd take Carolina. Carolina and a team that wasn't selected, I would have considered Washington. I would have considered Washington, and I would have considered maybe taking Seattle, even though I didn't. I would have liked Washington more because if somehow you get something really crazy here, you get something really crazy, hey, you could be the last one standing potentially if you're taking the Washington football team this week. It's going to be really funny when the only ones that end up surviving here are the Panthers' entry, the Chargers' entry, the Texans' entry, and the Falcons' entry, when we end up with five after this week. Now, I'm not calling Tennessee outright or the Giants outright, but I wouldn't be shocked if we see number two, number three, number four, and number five all go down this week in Survivor, which would take out 20, which would leave us with half the field left. That's Philadelphia, Cincinnati, San Francisco, and Baltimore. Robbie Callen and I saw completely opposite on Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. I, I, I would not be shocked if Pittsburgh wins that game outright at the Bengals tomorrow afternoon on the East Coast. Let's get back into this card. Let's go. Let's go to Denver, where the weather is going to be as good as you can possibly have hoped for on a, uh, <laughs> a late November night or afternoon, I should say, in a mile high city. The Chargers. On the road at the Broncos, off the bye, Chargers off that wacky 41-37 win on Sunday Night Football against the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Chargers laying two and a half. 
total 47. It is going to be 65 degrees with a limited wind at Mile High Stadium. Man, oh man, are those conditions to move the football for Justin Herbert. Now Bradley Chubb is expected to be back for Denver, finally off IR. Great for Denver. But if I'm looking at a side here, now, I'm not a huge go-with-road divisional favorites, but the Chargers are a better football team than the Denver Broncos. Now, there are questions with the Charger defense. We have known this all year, that the Charger defense stinks. And we saw it rear its ugly head late in the game last week. I know there was some chicanery on the punt block. There's chicanery on the interception. Saw it earlier in the game as well. Their defense struggled. But the Chargers' defense is not good. And that's in the end why the Chargers are probably, even if they make the playoffs, probably don't have a great chance to make a run in the playoffs is that defense is horrible. That offense is spectacular. Now, there are a few things that need to happen for the Chargers' offense. Joe Lombardi's got to open the playbook. Open it up, guys. The Chargers have the have probably at this point, because Mahomes is a little bit off this year, Justin Herbert has as good of a deep ball arm as anyone in his league. And we're we're not utilizing it. Too many throws under 20 yards. Utilize it against a banged-up Denver secondary. Pretty interesting numbers on your screen right now for the props. 272.5 for Herbert's yardage. Teddy Bridgewater, 241.5. I kind of like Herbert over on 272 and a half. I don't want anything to do with Bridgewater because if Denver, I think if Denver's going to stay in this game, it's going to be a big run game for Denver, for Williams and Gordon. But Herbert, look, I think Justin Herbert, if I were starting a franchise today, Justin Herbert would be pick number two, and he'd be closer to number one to number three at this rate. He is that good. Please open up the playbook. Let him throw deep. Open up shot plays. You can beat this Denver defense. 47, by the way, is a, is a is way too low of a total in this game. Now, I know Denver sometimes has issues scoring, but they'll score against this Charger defense. This Charger defense is not good, as we've talked about. Um, running back-wise, Gordon and Williams are both at 50 and a half. So, extrapolate that out to 101 rushing yards between the two of them. I think that's about right. I also kind of like Austin Eckler as well, uh, over 96 and a half uh, receiving and rushing yards combined. Eckler, of course, coming up the four touchdown game a week ago on Sunday night. What a what an underratedly great player Austin Eckler is, and I expect him to have another big game. Uh, I will say this too: Jerry Judy's prop numbers have been a little bit lower than I think they should be. 51 and a half is another one that I think is too low. And I know that they just paid Tim Patrick. I know they just paid Cortland Sutton. But Jerry Judy is still is the best wide receiver on this team. And I anticipate Judy to have another good game against, again, a weak secondary for the Chargers. So 52 and a half on Judy. Excuse me, 51 and a half on Judy. I like that over on receiving yards. Let's go to uh let's go to uh, Minnesota and San Francisco next humongous game in the NFC playoff, Chase. Humongous game. Winner of this would be in the playoffs as of week 12, as of the end of this week. Winner's in. Winner's 6-5. and five. They're both 5-5. Five and five. 
Minnesota coming off a ginormous win over Green Bay, finally beating the Packers at home, 34-31. Niners, look, after that Cardinal game, the obituaries were getting ridden for the Niners' season. It was all over for them. What do they do? They come out and pound the Rams in the submission on Monday night, 31-10. And then they just, look, they're much better than Jacksonville. That 13-minute, 13-and-a-half-minute drive to begin the game kind of just showed, all right, well, we're, we're going to toy with you guys the whole way. Minnesota, and again, if you've listened to this show, if you've seen my tweets on the tweets at Jeff Parles, I hate Minnesota's coaching staff. I think their coaching staff is stuck in 15 years ago at this point. But a few things have happened this year. Kirk Cousins has 21 touchdowns and two interceptions, protecting the football. That offense is awesome, talent-wise. They have a great running back. They have two great wide receivers. Boy, has Justin Jefferson been a stud at LSU. The one concern is that that defense against a San Francisco offense that is starting utilizing Debo Samuel as a scat back out of the backfield, and it has worked. Teams have had no idea what to do with that. And it's also opened up Brandon Ayuk. And also, I think, the biggest factor at all of George Kittle's health and back and fully healthy again. I like Minnesota to cover and win this game outright. I am a little bit concerned about how the market has moved on this game because even though DraftKings has a three, that's one of the few threes that's left. It's mostly three and a half on Minnesota. But I like the Vikings. I think they're going to cover here. I wouldn't be. A San Francisco win by a field goal wouldn't shock me. But I anticipate Minnesota is going to keep this game close. Also, remember, Vikings lost all their games by one score. Minnesota is also led by a touchdown in every single game this year. The only team to do it. These games are tight, and they are agonizing when the Minnesota Vikings are involved. I like Minnesota to cover, and I I probably will sprinkle on the money line by the time this game starts. Also, I like Cousins over 267.5 passing yards. The only thing I'm concerned about with that is the one thing with San Francisco's secondary is they commit a ton of pass interference penalties. So I'm a little concerned that that number may go be a little less than it's supposed to be because of the pass interferences that San Francisco's secondary is known to have. So we may lose 45 yards on a play because of a PI. Wouldn't shock me if that happens. But I like Cousins over 267 and a half on uh, passing yards so far. For this one on Sunday. Uh, no Garoppolo props. I'm going to stay off of Jimmy G. And there's no other real props that I really like in this game. Um, yeah, nothing nothing really else I would go to here. I wish I had a, I wish someone had a Debo Samuel rushing prop. That's what I would like to bet. Take carries. Take total carries on Debo Samuel. That's what I would want. Take that over whatever number that is. If you can find that in faraway places. I would take that on the Samuel over rushing attempts in that one. Uh, again, 425 start. Minnesota getting three even money at DraftKings. A lot of three and a half in the market, though, including right behind us here at the world's largest sports book at Circa here in downtown Las Vegas. When we get back here on VEASAN's Bet Center, prime time, baby. An, a- an AFC North matchup, Cleveland and Baltimore. And are the Seahawks broken for good this year? They travel east to take on the Washington football team. We break down those two games next on VEASAN's Bet Center, live at Circa, here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. 
This is Bet Center on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back to VSN's Bet Center and get an extra helping of football with Madden Holiday Madness. Play free in three fantasy football contests and compete all Thanksgiving weekend for a share of $15,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash EA Madden now in order to get in on the action. That's DraftKings.com slash EA Madden. And of course, EA Sports, it's in the game. Terms and conditions apply, as well as other eligibility restrictions. See DraftKings.com for details. It is VEASAN's Bet Center. I'm Jeff Parles. Happy to be with you here on a Saturday night. The Greg Peterson Experience is coming up next after this program. Three hours of Greg, which we always love, every Friday and Saturday night here on the network, West Coast time, and Saturday, Sunday on the East Coast. Uh, I, I want to go through some fun NFL markets, but I want to start with the NFL MVP market going into this week. Because as always, I have found it fascinating that Josh Allen has been as low as he has in the market this entire year. And you see Josh Allen right now at plus 450, uh, the second favorite in the market. Tom Brady's only the only shorter one. The short shot is the 44-year-old wonder Tom Brady at 3-1. to one. Matthew Stafford, Aaron Rodgers, Dak Prescott, all at 10-1, to one. Kyler Murray, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert at 12 to 1. Uh, Lamar Jackson is 14 to 1. And J- Jonathan Taylor is 16 to 1. If you're interested, uh, a little bit more down the board. Cooper Cup, 25 to 1. I-, I know Cooper Cup has a chance to uh, usurp Jerry Rice for the best individual season ever, but wide receiver cannot possibly win the MVP award. Uh, Kirk Cousins at 40, everyone else at 50 to 1 or longer. Uh, it is really it is really interesting to look at this market because none of these quarterbacks have been overwhelmingly good this year. And I'm not saying bet on Kirk Cousins, but that's probably the best quote-unquote value on the board even at 40-1. to one. But here's the thing. If Matthew Stafford, off back-to-back performances that were not good for the Rams, uh, the loss to Tennessee and then the loss to San Francisco, if Matthew Stafford comes out and has a really good game against the Green Bay Packers on Sunday and the Rams win, Stafford probably shoots down this, shoots up this board to probably about plus 650, plus 750, especially if somehow Tampa loses to Indianapolis and Brady doesn't play a great game. Josh Allen is not an MVP this year. I'm sorry. I know his odds are second shortest. But Josh Allen has turned the ball over multiple times now in three of the last four. And look, New Orleans' defense is fine. Indy's defense is fine. Jacksonville's defense stinks, and they still turn him over a ton. And he has not been the same guy as he was last year. If Josh Allen wins the MVP this year, it is either because he won it with his performance last year and they just are rolling it over for whatever reason. That's reason one. Number two is it just has been a weird year for quarterbacks. In the MVP race, none of them have really stood out. Or number three, he has a huge last month, which if he has a huge last month, and Buffalo holds on to the AFC East crown, they're a slight, they're 
the smallest favorite they've been in a while at minus 200 right now. But I don't see it with Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen's been closer to quarterback 10 than quarterback 1 this year. I just don't see it in the MVP race. Uh, the offensive uh, rookie of the year, Mac Jones, of course, the favorite now. Nothing bettable there. I think Mac Jones is going to end up winning it as long as he uh, doesn't implode this last month. Uh, offensive player of the year is the, interesting, the most interesting betting market right now. Cooper Cup's a favorite, a plus 175, but Jonathan Taylor's going to win this thing if Indianapolis makes the playoffs in the fashion they've been winning games. And I don't care that Cooper Cup is having this great year. When you build your whole team, whole team around a run game like this, and look, the offensive line getting healthy has been the key factor in Indianapolis, even more so than Taylor. But Taylor's taken full advantage of the opportunity here and has been the best running back in football by far since Derrick Henry got hurt. It hasn't even been a debate. Taylor's in a league of his own. It's pretty funny to see James Conner is the fourth favorite right now in, uh, in offensive player of the year. Connor, Adams, Eckler, Allen's there too. Quarterback won't win this award, though. It is fascinating to see what we got here with that. Uh, I would only bet Taylor that plus 275 on that one. And then everyone's favorite market, the NFL coach of the year market. Cliff Kingsbury, your favorite at DraftKings, 4-1. to one. Bill Belichick at 5-1. to one. Vrabel at 6-1. to one. Everyone else, double digits. It is a two-horse race at this rate for me. It's between Kingsbury and Belichick. If it's going to be a really difficult vote for the voters if both Arizona and New England get the one seeds in their respective conferences or if neither of them get the one seed in their respective conferences. If it's either or, it's a, I think it's a pretty routine vote. Whoever gets that one seed, if it's Arizona gets the one in the NFC and New England doesn't in the AFC, Kingsbury wins the award going away. Vice versa, Belichick wins the award going away. Yeah, look, he cannot discredit Belichick at all this year. You have to give him even more praise than usual. And I know it's hard because you're looking at a guy who is greatest coach of all time and you expect greatness on a weekly basis and yearly basis. But that New England roster is nowhere near as good as these rosters have been in the past. With a rookie quarterback, no less, it is unbelievably impressive what Belichick has done to get this team back in the race I, I think Belichick, again, there was 30-1 to 1 a few weeks ago on Belichick. Wish I'd taken more, uh, taken, taken any piece of that. i got to give uh, program director John Goulet some credit for taking a piece at 30-1 to 1 on Belichick. He could absolutely win this award. I think it's a two-horse race between those two. Let's go to this Sunday, though. Let's go for the most passing yards on Sunday. The fun markets on DraftKings uh, for props this week. Most passing yards available, most rushing yards available on Sunday. There is a lot you can choose from. Tom Brady is your favorite for most passing yards on Sunday at four to one. Then Stafford's at nine to one, Cousins at ten to one, Herbert twelve to one, Bridgewater thirteen to one, Roethlisberger fourteen to one. Everyone longer than that. I would look on this board. I would look. To Justin Herbert. I would look to Justin Herbert at 12 to 1. Optimal weather at mile high. And I think I think we're going to start seeing San Diego push the ball down the field. Or excuse me, Los Angeles dollar in the jar there for me. I expect the Chargers to start pushing the ball down the field a little bit more. And I think they quite frankly have to. Because if you don't, 
you're wasting an elite talent on uh, for his arm. Like he is, he has him and Patrick Mahomes throw the two best deep ball. Him and him, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, those three throw the best deep balls in the NFL at this point. Cannot waste Justin Herbert's arm. I will say this. Looking a little bit further down the board on the ones that aren't on our thing, I do think Zach Wilson is worth a shot at 22 to 1 because the Jets have been calling a more structured NFL offense these last few weeks. I would not be surprised if that game gets a little loony down there in Houston. Zach Wilson at 22 to 1, I mean, it's small. If you bet it, very small. But I don't think that's an impossibility this week. Rushing yards, most rushing yards. Jonathan Taylor is your favorite at seven to one. Dalvin Cook at plus eight fifty. Nick Chubb at nine to one. Everyone else is double digits. I don't want Taylor this week, especially if Vita Vey is able to play, because that makes Tampa's run defense, which is already a very difficult run defense to go against, even more formidable. This is probably of all these markets the toughest market to handicap. Miles Sanders at 17 to 1 is interesting with the way that the Eagles have run the ball. No, uh, no Jordan Howard this week for Philadelphia. Maybe you take a glance there. That would be the other one that you might take a, a glance at. And then the last one, the most receiving yards on Sunday. Shocker, shocker, Cooper Cup favorite. Plus 550. There are your numbers on most rushing yards. Um, but here's the most receiving yards. Cooper Cup plus 550. I would actually look a little differently here than anything that is there. Because Keenan Allen, like if you had a receptions prop, I looked at Keenan Allen. I'm going to go further down the board to pair it with my Justin Herbert, 12 to 1, that I think is all right. I would look for Mike Williams at 40 to 1, who is your big play. He is your big play threat in Los Angeles for the Chargers. I like that more than I like uh, 12 to 1 on uh, Keenan Allen, who again, quietly yet again, Another tremendous, tremendous season for Keenan Allen. I think Mike Williams at 40 to 1 at DraftKings. I think that's worth a shot as well. I, again, tough props, but Justin Herbert, I think, is the best bet on the quarterbacking one most re- passing yards. And Mike Williams is your shot in the dark. 40 to 1. Take a take a flyer. A little sprinkle on that. When we get back. Greg Hoops Peterson's gonna join the desk to preview. His show, The Greg Peterson Experience, which comes your way at the top of the hour. And I have my best bets for Week 12 in the National Football League next on Beeson's Bet Center. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now 
wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. It is VSIN's Bet Center. I'm Jeff Parles. Oh, look who it is. You're going to see him for the next three hours and 15 minutes now because Greg Hoops Peterson, who hosts the Greg Peterson Experience here at the network, gets going at 1 a.m. Eastern time on the desk with me right now. Hoops, a pleasure, as always. Very nice black tie. Thank you, sir. Very. You know, it's not. we're not black tie required here. You know I that. know. We just <laughs> always, it's, it's the good old saying of, Always dressed as if the queen is going to be showing up. So, you know, we always do our best. You never know who's watching. <laughs> if, if, uh, if, the que- if the queen of England shows up here, uh, uh, I-, I think something has gone awry uh, in the planning there. Uh, for, uh, for Probably missed a flight or something. Yeah, I think, I think something got wrong at Buckingham Palace if that had happened. All right, hoops up. I'm going I'm to give out my, my best play in the NFL real quick. All right. And then we're going we're gonna to discuss what we saw Today in college football, NFL, we're gonna we're gonna do the short, the short version of what's coming up next on your show. That sounds good. All right, so my best play in the NFL tomorrow. I'm gonna take Minnesota taking the three and a half at San Francisco. Now, you may be thinking, look, you're going against the market that, that you probably shouldn't do that. I'm going. I, I have not liked Minnesota much this year, but I think San Francisco has played over their heads the last two weeks. Now. Maybe San Francisco has found their set themselves. It's not impossible. Maybe they have found themselves finally after these last few the, the last few wins. But Minnesota, I think, has also found themselves. And the one thing we do have in our back pocket with Minnesota is all their games are close. <laughs> As we know, they don't get blown out. Um, Minnesota this year, Greg is five and five. Okay, and they've actually made a couple field goals at the gun. They have also lost only one game by more than four. Now, if they lose by four tomorrow, that wouldn't work for me. But the only game they lost by more than four was the 14-7 debacle early in the year against Cleveland. Other than that, their losses by three to Cincinnati, by one to Arizona, by uh, four to Dallas, and then the field goal against Baltimore. They should, look, Greg, they should be seven and three. Yeah. They at least, at least seven and three. Get a break, get a, a correct officiating call in Cincinnati, make a short kick in Arizona, beat Cooper Rush. Heck, that doesn't even mean the Baltimore game. You're eight and two. Minnesota, especially with that last end of the schedule, 
Four of those six they are absolutely going to be favored in. You go in with a win here, you're in great shape. You're making the playoffs. May even be, you may even have a chance to catch the Rams if things go right for the five seed. So I like Minnesota getting the three and a half. I expect a tight game in Santa Clara. Also, no home field advantage for San Francisco, as we know, Greg. I'm actually taking a look at that game outright as well because when I take a look at the Minnesota Vikings, they're just such a different team whenever they've got Dalvin Cook out there. Wanted missing a couple games earlier in the year. I think that he's one of the most underrated offensive pieces, and I think that that's going to be really big for them as well. But then when you take a look at the total at 49.5, it is intriguing because you've got a Minnesota team in which defense is down, but as I just mentioned, offense is very good, and Kirk Cousins has been very efficient. We always like to poo-poo him because he always puts up the stats in garbage time, but he has been terrific this year. I give him some credit, but you've also got a 49ers team in which you just have no idea what you're going to be able to get out of that offense as well. So the 49-and-a-half, I think, is really the intriguing part. No, you and I uh, you and I agree there, Hoops. Uh, it will be fascinating to see how that one goes in that one. Let's, uh, Hoops, let's uh, go through the data was in college football. What a... What stood out to you the most? Well, the fact that Michigan wound up being able to get the outright win with just getting all those second-half touchdowns, that was absolutely incredible. And seems like Alabama's going to be able to make the college football playoff. I would say even if they wind up losing that SEC championship game just because we have seen mass exodus calamity at this point, it's going to be really intriguing to see who winds up getting the four spot. But now with everything that wound up happening today, Pretty much Cincinnati controls their own destiny. If they wind up winning the American Championship game, they're going to be the first group of five team that winds up making the college football playoff. But who winds up getting that number four spot, I think is just a big, giant question mark at this point. Yeah, no, look, uh, it's it's fascinating to see. By the way, big win for Oklahoma State. Oh, yeah. Beating Oklahoma. Oklahoma's out of the Big 12 race, period. It'll be Oklahoma State-Baylor next week. At the Jerry Dome. They get what they deserve, by the way, playing musical chairs at quarterback. That's just not a way that I would operate a college football and Look, I will say this, Hoops. I got to give Michigan a lot of due. And I'm, yeah. I'm really frustrated myself because we talked about it a few weeks ago that the only bet on the board that I would have made three weeks ago was Michigan at 30-1 to after the loss to Michigan State to win a national championship. Now, do I think they're capable of beating Georgia? No, but... If you have a 30-1 to 1 ticket riding to a national championship game, that's a pretty good spot to be, Hoops. Yeah, I agree with you. And it's something that I talked about on my show a little bit as well. If you thought that a team like a Michigan, something like that, has a chance to be able to win a national championship, you just put one unit on the money line knowing that if they lose, they're not going to be making the college football playoff anyway. You just keep rolling it over. You don't like what you see in that Georgia game. You just wind up taking it, walking away with your winnings. Absolutely. And, and also, too, again, just – a wild day in college football where, look, we normally don't get every game to deliver, but guess what? Every game delivered that we wanted to deliver here. The Ohio State, Ohio State, Michigan delivered. Alabama, Auburn delivered. Brian Harson, still mad at you. <laughs> Go for two. Go for two. Don't give Alabama more opportunity to possibly win that game. Try to beat them there. Go for two. And in Bedlam was incredible. As good of a Bedlam game as we've seen in recent years with Oklahoma State. Finishing off Oklahoma. Um, and uh, look, the other ridiculous thing is that Notre Dame might actually have a legitimate shot to get in here. Who would have ever thought that? Yeah, <laughs> with, with its tra- strength of schedule that fell apart because only one team ended up being reasonable, and that was Wisconsin of the teams they beat. 
Obviously, Cincinnati was on the schedule, but Cincinnati won at, at Notre Dame Stadium. Hey, won the teams that they wound up beating. USC, we're just watching them completely fall apart before our eyes. Well, uh, hey, UFC, USC a little bit more competitive than I would have expected tonight, actually. Oops. That has just been a calamity. What a calamity. Oh, What a calamity. How are so they four far. and six? Better get that coaching hire right, Hoops. Yeah. That's for sure. Greg, uh, uh, of course, your, your, your name is, Ho- is Hoops, as we know. College basketball supreme here at the network. Five picks a day that you get in the newsletter. Your podcast where you break down every single game on the card. Yeah. Last night was just a symphony for college basketball here in town. Duke holds off Gonzaga. They win outright as a nine-point underdog closing. Greg, I, I look, I, I, I'm going to ask you this because this game kind of was the telltale sign, really just what college basketball has been so far this year because of guys with extra COVID eligibility, extra eligibility because of COVID uh, rules. Guys who would normally have gone pro in Europe or in the, or in the G League sticking around because they can transfer and play right away in the transfer. NIL as well. NIL as well. Good point. This has been as good of a three-week start to college basketball from a play quality perspective that I can remember, Greg. And that is going to set us up probably for a great conference year once we calendar flips to 2022. And then, of course, what we all care about, an absurdly good tournament. And it feels like one through 358 is just better than ever before. I mean, you just take a look yesterday. A lot of people probably aren't going to be keying in on this one, but the team that I dead last in all of college basketball entering into the week was Mississippi Valley State. They were leading at the half against Ole Miss. <laughs> I mean, that should tell you everything about how crazy this college basketball season could be. I mean, we saw Eastern Washington today as right around a 19 to 20 point underdog. They were down 19 points. They come back and they went outright on the road against Washington State. We've just seen so many of these teams be able to rise up. Iona being able to knock off Alabama. That is a terrific upset, and it's a terrific story for college basketball. Whenever a Richard, whenever a Rick Pitino team is good, that is something that you always want to see. But I just take a look at the landscape of college basketball. You're seeing some of the old guard guys like Coach K, Pitino. They've got good teams, and then you're seeing some of the young up and comers as well do an absolutely terrific job as well. So I think the college basketball is certainly in a good spot. And it's just been so entertaining. I will say a little bit frustrating with all the collapses that we've been seeing as well, but entertaining to say the least. Well, and, and two hoops, like you're dealing with it. And look, UCLA had a, played a horrible game on Tuesday. I oh. still think they're going to be fine in the long run. They just might not be as good as number two. good two. today. Yeah, well, uh, well, great bounce back spot against a UNLV team that is uh, all right. In transition. All right, they're in transition. That's a polite way to put it. But Purdue looks awesome. Yeah. Duke looks great in Coach K's final year. Even though Villanova's lost twice, I think I've been impressed with Villanova every time I've seen them, even though they lost to UCLA and lost to Purdue. This is going to be a fascinating few months here once we get to seeding in the NCAA tournament. Also, too, you didn't even mention it. Kansas got beat by Dayton yesterday. <laughs> a Dayton team that has been down this year to They start. lost on their home floor to UMass Lowell along with Lipscomb. Yeah, and they beat Kansas yesterday. By the way, great thing for that tournament, ending up with Dayton and Belmont in the final when they were <laughs> setting it up for Kansas and Alabama. Be interested to see how Iona does against Kansas tomorrow afternoon in Orlando. He's Greg Peterson. You'll see the Greg Peterson experience next. 
I'm Jeff Parles. That's all the time I have here on VEASAN's Bet Center. Good luck on your bets tomorrow, and the GPE is next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.